Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy to be hanging out here with you on another Wednesday night. Coming to you live from Atlanta. Much love to our super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He's holding it down in New York City. And much love to you for listening. If you're in a car speaker or you're listening via car speaker, you're in your house, you're listening on a stupid, uh, what do we call these things, a smart speaker, thank you. However you listen, you could be on your phone right now. I appreciate you. So thank you to everybody on the free Odyssey app, people listening live on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM, yeah, that's still a thing. Paying $5 a month, $10 a month, $15. I don't know how much you're paying, but shout out to people on Sirius. If you have Sirius, we're on on channel 158. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next three hours. I've been here for one hour already. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. We had an opportunity to talk about Victor Wembenyama making his Madison Square Garden debut against the New York Knickerbockers and the San Antonio Spurs lose. And Victor Wembenyama, he stinks tonight. The Knicks beat the Spurs 126 to 105. At one point in time, the Knicks led by 30 points. Uh, Wembenyama, he had 14 points, had nine rebounds. He shot four of 14 from the field. Meanwhile, the New York Knicks, Jalen Brunson, 25. R.J. Barrett, 24. Even the angry man, Julius Randle, had 23 points. And Victor Wembenyama is only going to make one appearance at Madison Square Garden per year. And in his rookie season, it wasn't the greatest. I wouldn't be shocked if in the future he goes out there and whoops ass at Madison Square Garden like the Kobe's and the Jordans and the LeBron's. Eh, but let's let Victor Wembenyama get through the season first. So unfortunately, he loses his Madison Square Garden debut. We also had a chance right before the break to talk about Michigan. 
seems like Michigan is on the, the heels of a punishment, that Jim Harbaugh is about to face a punishment, and that the Michigan Wolverines already sent the Big Ten a message saying, y'all can't punish us. Y'all don't have enough evidence to punish us. So a little bit of a preemptive strike, as by all reports, it seems like a punishment is coming from Michigan because of this sign-stealing that it might come sooner than later. Is it going to happen tomorrow? Is it happening on Friday? Is it going to happen before the game? We have no idea, but this whole this whole cheating, sign-stealing scandal, ain't nobody talking about Michigan actually taking on Penn State. People are talking about Michigan and Jim Harbaugh being suspended. I think we'll see him on the sidelines on Saturday. I think he's going to close out the season. I think we'll see him against Ohio State. I think we'll see him coach in the college football playoff. And any punishment that comes his way, he'll be in the NFL. He won't care. That's just what it is. This man has been itching to get back into the NFL. Jim Harbaugh took an interview with the Minnesota Vikings and thought that he was out of the door. He didn't get the job done. But the fact is, he's going to be ready to go back. I know Antonio Pierce is coaching the Raiders right now. You don't think that he would jump at the opportunity to just go back? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Greg is calling from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Oh, JR, Mr. Positive, I got to tell you, you're spot on about uh, Harbaugh. Uh, that's all we're talking about here in Michigan and around the country. Um, it, 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 real quick, it's, we're in uncharted territory about what happened, how quick it happened, when it happened. Timing is everything. So we just, you know, learning experience. We're finding out more and more teams have done it, or maybe in certain regards, certain respects, they've not nearly maybe not done it as uh, clandestine as uh, Michigan, but we're finding out more and more that people do do this. But we're in uncharted territories. When you talked about Wemby, Victor Wembenyama, and I can't believe what happened to my Lakers. Uh, disappointing. Oh, when you and, talk and about Anthony Victor, Davis in place, so they lost. What else is new? Right, right. And LeBron can't do it all by himself, but uh, yeah. um, he tries. Um, but Victor... This, uh, your 12 o'clock, I think he should be on the list. Um, uh, but, yeah, he's a, a special talent. I don't really know how well he did tonight. Um, can you give me the uh, box score? What was it? 14, that, uh, 14 points, nine rebounds, four of 14 from the field with one block shot. Okay. Okay. I mean, obviously he's 19 years old. It's a learning experience. He's only going to get better. With this type of deft touch and um, his ability and his – now, i got to ask you, Jar. Yeah. His mental IQ. Um, I know he's young and, you know, he's 19 years old or what have you. Do you think um, what you see, he will have a LeBron-esque IQ to uh, understand uh, the game? Well, listen, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's a, a fair thing to say. Right. Uh, or, or fair comparison. I actually talked about his, his temperament, and thank you, Greg, for calling from Michigan. I talked about his temperament last hour. When you look at Victor Wembanyama play basketball, he doesn't go high, he doesn't go low. He's not complaining about the officials. He, he's just out there balling. 
And it's something to appreciate. His temperament is pretty even. It's more Tim Duncan-esque than, I don't know, Kevin Garnett. And I like that. He, he just seems so even. He seems very mature. He understands everything. And if you've listened to Victor Wembenyama uh, before and after he was drafted, he's, he's very philosophical. He, he understands life. He, he understands and takes a look at the big picture. And I think that does him well when he's out there just playing basketball. It's, it's, it's not too big. It's not too small. It's all a learning experience. 855-212-4CBS. Chris is calling from California. But before we get to Chris, a matter of fact, Jalen Brunson, he had some thoughts about playing against Victor Wembenyama. Let's listen to the New York Knicks point guard. That's a tall dude. Very tall dude. Um, he's going to be great. He's going to be a very spectacular player. Um, he already is, honestly. But um, I think we did a good job of playing team defense on him tonight. But, um, man, he's going to be really good. Mitchell Robinson, the New York Knicks starting center, had eight points, 12 rebounds, no blocks, but he exists in the NBA to block shots and pull down rebounds. He had to defend Victor Wembenyama when he was out there tonight. Victor Wembenyama played 30 minutes. This is what Mitchell Robinson had to say about Victor Wembenyama. I mean, he's a great player. You know, he's one of the best in the league right now, especially, you know, he's seven six, put on the floor, shoot it, so kind of Yeah, kind of crazy that uh, Victor Wembenyama has more offense than Mitchell Robinson. I've never seen Mitchell Robinson, uh, never seen anything from him. He knows how to put the ball back and run a pick and roll. Victor Wembenyama going to whoop his ass in a few years. It's just the facts. Here's Chris from California. Thank you for being patient, Chris. Go on. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, always my pleasure. Um, wanted to get into the state of boxing. You were talking about it earlier. You know, it's just the way it fluctuates from era to era. Like the last great heavyweight fight I remember was Lennox Lewis and Klitschko. I think it was like around 2003 at Staples Center. I was there in the suite with some good friends of mine. And Klitschko really put a whooping on him. But uh, he unfortunately lost the fight because of an accidental headbutt. You know, that's the rules. He was bleeding. The doctor had to stop the fight. You know, it's supposed to be a rematch, and Lewis retired. That was a great fight. But, like, I go back, check this out, JR. When I was living in Bensonhurst in, like, 85, my super was this dude named Freddie Red Cochran. And he walks into my pad, like, six minutes this year, and he sees, like, all the sports stuff laying around. He's like, hey, I see you're quite a sportsman, sir. I'm like, yeah. He's like, here's my card. It says Freddie Red Cochran, world boxing champion. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude. I called up Art Rush Jr. I'm sure you know who that is. Legendary. Yes, in New yeah. York. Go ahead, tell your story. Yes. So I called up Art. I said, Art, what's up with this dude, Freddie Ray Cochran? And Art Rose Jr. just went into this, like, speech about this guy's stats. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. And the guy, I mean, uh, JR, the guy lost 38 fights. And he was Walter Wade champion of the world for two and a half years. And, you know, Freddie and I had a couple pops one night, and I kind of asked him about that. And he just, like, you know, he looked at me like that dude that, Dunk tonight. Who was it? Like got a tee, uh, and like you know, we didn't talk about it. But you know, I know thirty eight fights. Anything? Ahead, well, anything relatable to anything going on now and today? Um, no. I mean, I don't. I don't know, man. You know, I kind of look at some of these fights, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Oh, well, thank know. you, Chris. So, appreciate you. Man. Thank you. For, I, thank I you love for boxing sharing. too. Later. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. 
That's the last fight he saw with Lennox Lewis. I, I don't know. He said like, Lewis and, and Klitschko. Where the hell was he when Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder were beating the hell out of each other? I was actually at that fight, and they wasn't beating the hell out of each other. I mean, damn. I think I was at both of them. Time flies. The one where uh, Tyson Fury came back from the dead and the other one where Deontay Wilder just got the living hell beat out of him. That was uh, that's pretty pretty wild. Mark is calling from Cali. What's up, Mark? You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, JR? Um, I'm good. Go ahead and please do it quickly. Right. So Victor Webinyama today against the Knicks. The Knicks fans were chanting, <laughs> overrated today. Like That is so funny because, like, Dude, even last year when we beat Cleveland, oh, my God, there was so much smack talking. I mean, some of the stuff I can't even say on the air, man. But it was just, it's so funny. Like, Knicks fans are just, we're just trolling everybody, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 New York Knicks fans. That's what they do. If we're being honest, we got people listening all over the country right now. I would say, I, and I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <sighs> New York Knicks fans have to be some of the most obnoxious fans in sports here in North America. I don't know. Maybe maybe Yankees fans are more obnoxious. They, they, here, here's the grouping of most obnoxious sports fans for North American teams, pro teams, right? It has to be Cowboys, Yankees, Knicks. I don't are the Lakers in there? I'm I'm not too sure. Duke. But definitely the Cowboys, the Knicks, and the Yankees. Some of the most obnoxious fans. Shep, did, were you saying something? I mean, what about the Duke Blue Devils? The Cameron Crazies. They're up there. I'm I'm thinking about pro. Gotcha. Well, I'm how about the team that wants a guy that's won them six Super Bowls out middle of the season? How about that Patriots fan base? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. All right. That there, there, I don't think there's a. I don't think there's enough there. I mean, that's obnoxious. Why are Pat's fans obnoxious? Because they think because Bill Belichick is not having a winning season, and he doesn't have anything to work with, especially at the quarterback position, he should be ousted after having the most success of any NFL coach in our lifetime, and because they're spoiled. And Jr. As Knicks fans. We're also the most informed. And if you rooted for a franchise that had not won a world championship in more than 50 years and you got to the finals multiple times, I think you'd be pissed off as well. What are you talking about? I mean, Knicks, Knicks fans are not that bad. Like, they're, 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 they're some of the most well-informed, um, hardest, Knicks, you know, rooting, the, passionate fan bases there is. They're not annoying. The, the, Knicks, the Knicks stink and the fans win a playoff game. <laughs> And act like they have won the world. They they rally outside of Madison Square Garden on Seventh Avenue, and scream and party and climb poles and drink Hennessy. It, it, uh, obnoxious is is an accurate description. Well, well, Jared, but there's more. But there's also significantly more New Yorkers than any other major city in this country. And so you're going to have more tomfoolery because there's more people. But that doesn't mean most of the Knicks fans are not incredibly well-reserved and thoughtful and smart about how we go, you know, in terms of rooting about things, right? 
No. There's just a lot more of us. So it seems like Man, we, t- we really I, tip the scales, but we don't. I ain't, I ain't running on a scale. <laughs> okay? I'm not running on a scale or percentage basis. I'm looking at the fan base as a whole. You just heard the man. There are a lot of New York Knicks fans. If we go into Madison Square Garden, the things that people chant, and he plays the villain role, great. But the, you, you, you don't do you have to in unison? I don't know. It's approximately 20,000 people in the arena. Do you have to do half of them have to chant a profanity at a player? Like half of them? Is that necessary? Oh, no. Do you have to go outside after a playoff game? And absolutely lose your mind like you won a championship. I mean, Nick fans are obnoxious. Yankee fans are obnoxious. They think the whole world revolves around them, the New York Yankees. Cowboys fans, some of them, a whole lot of them, happen to be obnoxious. I don't know if I'd put the Patriots in that same space. Historically, if you want to say the fan base is spoiled, yes. But I don't, I don't get the attitude of, Hey, we're the New England Patriots. Who who are you? I don't get that. It's like, yeah, they've they've been winning. They've won for 20 years. Tom Brady whooped everybody's ass. Uh, Bill Belichick is out here. Now he stinks. And and the world just, it just goes on. But Nick fans, especially in comparison to other other fan bases, what's comparable outside of Lakers? I mean, nothing. There's a, the New York Knicks fan base as a whole is very unique. Well, we don't have the racist reputation, and I'm not saying every Boston fan is racist, but there's a lot of NBA players that do not look forward for one second to playing in Boston because of some of the vitriolic language spewed their way. So Knicks fans, at the very least, are not known for that garbage. Yeah, but that doesn't have a damn thing to do with what I'm talking about being obnoxious. Well, th- to me, that's even worse than being obnox- obnoxious. That's just being damn it, ignorant. It It is. Right. So I said there's a difference. Gotcha. I can tell you, hey, there was a guy in Madison Square Garden who decided to spit towards Trey Young. Is that every fan? No, we ain't talking about every fan and every fan base. Of course, the fans vary. We can look at fans in, in, in Utah who... NBA players say terrible things about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about flat being obnoxious. The fans are just jerks. The fans are just, ah, oh, we're the best. The fans overrate themselves, overhype themselves. Fans think everything about them. The Knicks are there. It's like, come on, Victor Wembenyama, it's nice. And it's cool. You go, you have fun. Ah, we're blowing you out by 30. Hey, you're overrated. It's fun. It's but, fun. In, in JR, but when, I mean, look, I, I understand what you're saying. Wouldn't you rather have a fan base that is more invested than they probably should be, that overrates the team and inflates the team more than they should, as opposed to, let's say, a Rays fan base who seems to go to the World Series every five years and still they can't even fill half the stadium? Yeah, but what does it have to do with anything? No, but of course, I, right. of course, you'd rather have a, right. a fan base right. that shows up. Right. Yes, of course. Yeah. Right. No, that's that's all I'm saying. So, like, if if I'm if I'm if I want to go play in New York, there's incentive to go play there. They're gonna have my back and then some uh, if I play I'm not, hard. I'm not looking at this from a a player perspective. I'm not looking at this from an owner perspective. I'm looking at this just from a fan base perspective. If I'm a fan in one particular city. And if I have to look at another fan base and compare the fan bases, that's all I'm, that's all I'm looking at it as. And when you, when you boil it down 
and you want to talk about fan bases that are just annoying, obnoxious, they're just, they're just doing too much. Yankees fans are there. Knicks fans are there. Is it a shock that it's New Yorkers? I don't think so. Not by any stretch of the imagination. And then the Cowboys by default. Just just uh, all those those memes online about the Cowboys starter pack. He has a Michael Irvin jersey. He has some Jordans. He has some blue jeans. Yeah. There's a lot of folks rolling up uh, wearing that every game. Where some more fan bases are more unbearable than others. The Knicks are right there. Just, just, ugh. Nick fans are wild. 855-212-4CBS. This is 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to hear from Deion Sanders, giving a little bit of insight as to what his future might be in college sports and maybe even the NFL. We'll hear from Dion. I'm going to get to your calls. Don't forget this. At the top of the hour, in about 40 minutes, I'm giving you a new top six list. We're going to take a look at some of the most athletic marvels, athletic freaks this century. It's a new top six list. But right now, it's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I listen to you every night on the way home from work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're a bad man, pajama. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4 CBS. It's 855 212 4 CBS. I'm going to get to your calls. Uh, momentarily, I do want to bring to your attention as we talk so much about Jim Harbaugh and what might happen with him in Michigan. Is he going to get fired? Is he going to get suspended? Is anything going to happen with the sign stealing scandal? We have no idea. I wholeheartedly believe that he'll be back in the NFL as soon as next season. There is another head coach, probably uh, maybe the most famous head coach in college football right now. His name is Deion Sanders. And there's been a lot of conversations about his future and what he's doing at Colorado. We know about the hot start coming out the gate, beating TCU, who was in the national championship, and then beating Nebraska. That whole beef about taking off his hat and his sunglasses with Colorado State. And then they created out. Colorado now has a record of 4-5. and five. They just lost to Oregon State 26-19. Uh, Pat Shermer took over the play-calling duties. The man was calling plays in the NFL for Denver, and now here he is, and they still lost. And so, Colorado, all things considered, this season is still successful. They only won one game last season. They already got four. I don't know if they're going to beat Arizona on Saturday. Probably not. The offensive line is hot trash. But Deion Sanders, he was sitting down with Dan Patrick, and Dan pretty much asked him about his future, not necessarily just in in college but is there any thought that Dion might one day be coaching in the NFL and Dion had an interesting response take a listen 
is the NFL a goal eventually in your life? Coaching? Yeah. No, no, not whatsoever. I don't think I'm built for the NFL. I, I, I don't think because I'm too – I appreciate the game so much and I respect the game so much of what the game has consistently done for me for a multitude of years that when I see a guy getting paid millions and millions of dollars and he has no respect for the game, does not want to excel and exceed expectations in the game, I'm going to have a true problem. So I'm the kind of coach that would go out there with 53 and come back after halftime with about 32. <laughs> because I can't do it. Like I'm, I'm too brutally honest and I want to win that much. And I, I need everybody that respects the game. And oftentimes money clouds that judgment that is, is happening in college football. Money clouds that, that love and that passion for the game. No, n not a shock. These are some sentiments that the Dion has kind of shared in the past before. And then he was, he was asked a little bit more about what might, might change that. And he's kind of like, eh, you know, if my sons are in the league and I got an opportunity to coach them, then, then just maybe. And it's been reported that both uh, Shador, his quarterback son, and Shiloh, the defensive back, that they're going to enter into the NFL draft in the year 2025. And so, yeah, I mean, if, if he feels that he has that opportunity, maybe he'll change his mind. I just think it's cool to even have that be in the conversation. I think it's pretty cool that we're in this era in sports right now where you can have a LeBron James say, man, I want to play with my sons. I think it's cool that you can have uh, one of the greatest athletes ever, one of the greatest NFL players in the Deion Sanders say, yeah, man, it'd be cool if I'd be able to coach my sons. I, I just think it's awesome. I mean, we've seen the, the, the Griffies of the world and, and we've seen that. But to go on from now a management perspective, that that would be pretty awesome. And I know Doc Rivers, at one point he coached his son. But it, it, Dion is in a totally, totally different lane. And so, look, Colorado ain't going to look good the rest of the year, even though we're towards the end of it. But this season has to be looked upon as a success, uh, not, not given the hype. I, I know how the season started and what they've looked like lately, which is trash. But, man, for where Colorado was to where they're going, Dion deserves a lot of credit. And, look, I don't think he's necessarily going to go to the NFL. Maybe he is. I'd never close the door. He ain't going to be sticking around at Colorado. Unless something wild happens, scandal, what have you, which I don't think it will, he's going to be moving on to a bigger program in a year or two years, maybe when his sons move on. In, in Colorado, I don't want to say like Jackson State, he lent some credence to them. Uh, he's going to move on from Colorado, too, at some point and move on to some greener pastures, even if it isn't the NFL. Jared, I got that uh, clip about him asking, Dan asking Dion about the package deal of him at Shador, if you want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a listen. Gay. What if it's a package deal with you and Shador? Um, don't forget Shallow, by the way. Don't forget Shallow. Eventually, he's eventually he's coming. No, sure, yeah, sure. They they're gonna come out the same year next year. Okay. They better not try to leave Daddy this year. By the way, <laughs> um, I I I don't know. I don't know. I I haven't thought. Man, I'm trying to win a game. I, I'm not thinking down the street that far. I haven't thought thought like that. That's a great thought process, though. Well, listen. Maybe maybe if Dion maybe he can do like Giannis, 
Giannis Antetokounmpo has his brother on the bench, keeping the bench warm. It's a family affair, right? In the case of Dion, nothing wrong, a little bit of nepotism. Like, that's what everybody else does, right? 855-212-4CBS. Taylor is calling from Myrtle Beach. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, I got like a two-part question. Really? Yeah, I'm, yeah, man, I'm going to be here until, uh, let's see, uh, two and a half more hours. I'm here. What's up? All right, man, it's kind of a two-part question about two different teams. All right. Now, Belichick's kind of been a little shady with some of his stuff on stealing calls, deflating balls, shut up. Well, what if he's just tanking to get somebody like Drake May or Caleb Williams? And then, two, you got David Tepper, who never wanted to be mediocre, hasn't even sniffed mediocre, being like, what, 20 and 50 or 20 and 60? Is there any way a fan base could actually get rid of an owner? I'm going to answer your question. It's not going to take me long. Uh, do I think Belichick is tanking? No. Are, are the fans in uh, the Carolinas going to get rid of David Tupper? No. Uh, thank you for your two questions. Derek is calling from Orange County. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jar. How you doing, man? Amazing. So, uh, love your show. Um, basically, I wanted to backtrack a little bit. We were talking about the most annoying, obnoxious fan bases. I think we left the fan base out. The Los Angeles Dodgers. And I've got many reasons why. Um, who, who, what's the fan base that's complaining every single year the last few years about the new playoff format? It's the Dodgers. I mean, slow and steady wins the race. Um, they're always complaining about that. I mean, you you hear about these stories about fans getting beat up in parking lots and, I mean, murdered. Um, you know, it's it's just they, they, they're so entitled. Um, maybe that's just because I'm actually I'm in San Diego now. But, uh, I was I was going to say, I think it has a lot more to do with where you live than anything else. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I've, I've had my head, you know, underwater for quite some time. And yeah, I mean, Orange it, County, why not? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm actually I just passed the, the border. I'm in San Diego now. I grew up in San Diego, but, you know, it's a totally different. Two totally different fan bases, you know, and one has has been there and one hasn't. And little little brother, big brother. So yeah, I I think if you look at it, absolutely. And, th- and thank you, Dirk, for calling from from Orange County. Yeah, w- when you gotta look at it from a, a San Diego going north to Los Angeles type uh, deal, yeah, of course you're gonna think that Dodgers fans are obnoxious. You you feel like if you show up in the parking lot, you gonna get your head cracked. And I, I understand that, but I think in the big picture, looking at other fan bases and. I don't may yeah, you call Dodger fans obnoxious, but not not on the level of I think Yankee fans or, or Nick fans and and but you know what? That that's actually an overwhelming thought about New Yorkers. Just are New Yorkers and as a whole obnoxious? We've had this conversation here on the air. Like are, are people in the Northeast more obnoxious? Are they meaner? What's up with the Philly fans? What's up with fans in Baltimore? What What's there about the Northeast Corridor? Is it the population density? It's, 
what makes the Northeast, everything from Boston on down to Baltimore, what what gives everybody such an edge? Hey, Marco, is, is there something in the water? Like, what's the deal? I don't know exactly what it is, but it's undisputable. I mean, it is. There is no way that, and I can put myself into that category, we're more obnoxious than anyone else in the country. And it's not Damn. even a question. Wow. Come wow. on, man. I, I'm not breaking any ground here. We know you're, we you're, are. Yeah. Why yeah. we are is a different story. I don't know because we're on top of each other all the time. Yes. Population is that it? Density. Yes. I mean, we we can look Mind at a lot of excuses. Business. No, it is. It's it's. Hey, population density. Uh, mind your business. I got to do what I got to do. I got to do me. It's just I think that has a has a lot. Shep, would you would you agree with that? I think it's a great point. Um, and Marco is very honest in his assessment. Yes, I, I, w- I would agree with that. I think there's a crankiness that just comes with living on top of each other. I also think not to mention the fact that we're miserable because it's cold six months of the year. The, yeah, the weather? Is it, is it six months miserable, you think? Oh, easily. Easily. I mean, we're already in, in jackets full layers right now, and it's, no, it's freaking early November, JR. It's 80 degrees today here. Oh, Atlanta. don't rub it in. That's not, saying, that's what, not what fair. What was the weather today? In New in York? New York. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be under 40 by the time Marco and I leave here. Under 40? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess a yeah, good reason to be miserable. Yeah, thanks for leaving us, by the way. <laughs> I, I didn't leave. I just, uh, <laughs> just uh, took a sabbatical. Let's just, call it that. Just migrated south. Got it. A long, a long sabbatical. A real long one. Anyway, yeah, feel free to come down. Be less miserable. Thank you. You're welcome. That goes for you too, Marco, now. Come on. Sure, you invite me. I'm coming down. I'll put it this way. Look, for one time I went to L.A. over 20 years ago. I'm a young man. I'm happy. I'm enjoying my time, seeing a friend of mine. Nothing but fun for the full week. JR, I'm telling you, everywhere I went, I didn't even have to open my mouth. People looked at me. You're from New York. They They knew because they could. it was almost like the look in my face that I was more angry than everybody else. And I'm like, damn, I'm having a good time. They were like, you just look like you're always on edge. I'm like, I'm fine, man. It was a different vibe that I had compared, and I could feel it too. I was kind of like, "Damn, everybody was slow." It was just a different feeling. We're built yeah, you different. Needed to, you needed to smoke some of that stuff and <laughs> chilled out. Okay. Well, Jr. I had a good time, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Marco yes. is—he—he's dodging a bullet because he doesn't take public transportation here. Marco, if you had to get in these subways the way they're run these days, with people literally spitting on each other. That's how close we are. Yeah. Just take it to another level it's, how miserable you think you'd be here and then times it by 10. No, I'm aware, but see, here's the difference. It's when horrible. you say I don't have to, I make sure I don't. There's right. a difference. Right. I avoid it like the plague. It's hard. If I'd, I'd rather be in my car for five hours in traffic <laughs> than sit on a subway for 25 minutes. I'm aware of that. Yeah, JR, man, I, I know you don't miss that at all, man. Like, like, it's getting so bad right now that you have to wait, like, you have to stand on the platform in these subway stations and you have to wait till three trains go by just for you to nudge your way into a car it's overflowing it's that crowded right now i was on the subway a couple weeks ago i was in new york different different you were you were there on a weekend though it wasn't it wasn't rush hour during the week oh i ain't doing that right them days over right right i did my time a long time ago i ain't doing that crap no no it's 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 absolutely awful and then you always get the people screaming at you saying hey move in move in what are we doing here like and and then you get the person like cursing you out because you're asking people to move in it's just it it, it, it's and we go back to the original question why are we obnoxious there There you go go. there you go you want to do with that i want to deal with that yeah Yeah, and then we're more obnoxious on the way back on the subway ride yeah. The, the last three minutes of this show, a great advertisement for New York City. <laughs> Stay the hell out. 
and move to New York. Sounds like a wonderful place. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. You know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. It's Wednesday night. So in about, I don't know, uh, 12, 13 minutes from now, I'm going to share with you a new top six list. We're going to take a look at some of the most athletic marvels, the most athletic freaks. Who are some of the most athletic athletes that we've seen here this century? Okay. We can run around and talk about the Thorpes and the Bo Jacksons of the world. But if we want to think about the 2000s here, who are some of the most athletic freaks and marvels that we have ever seen on the field to play. It's kind of nuts. We're moving towards, uh, I guess, sooner than later, 25 years, a quarter century here. I remember Y2K came through. I thought we were going to lose money in the bank. Lights were going to go out, all types of craziness. Nothing happened. Almost a quarter of the way through, I want to look at some of the best athletes that we've seen here over the past almost 25 years. We'll do that eh, a little more than 10 minutes from now. We do have some callers on the line who've been waiting patiently, so let's go ahead and talk to them. The number is 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling from Oklahoma. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How are you doing? Uh, first time calling and got in and super excited. So we were talking about annoying fans. Uh, clearly, Oklahoma fans. I'm an Oklahoma OU fan. Boomer Sooner definitely annoys everybody that could be out there. Um, but uh, the thing about annoying fans is something that you kind of passed upon was, uh, you know, fans saying racist stuff. Um, you know, we've had the uh, OU um, versus Alabama who Jalen Hurts has but you know when Jalen Hurts was with with Alabama his mom had to like come and like support him because fans were like being super racist everything like that OU's going to the SEC which literally we've had Alabama fan like fans beating people up and like you know fast food industry places, um, things like that. And so kind of curious what you think, what you think about is uh, who is like in college football, you know, is there a division that's like more annoying or more, is it passion or more annoying? All right. Well, well, Mike, I would I would say the the SEC, and with the good reason, is a there's a lot of dominance. I, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt. And thank you for calling from Oklahoma. Here in the South, man, football rules and, and football is king. And so, if you want to talk about obnoxious, 
I think within good reason, you'd have a lot of people who say the, the SEC. And I, I hate to fill you in. I think a lot of people are already familiar with this. Yeah, there, there unfortunately is racism all over the damn place. That goes well beyond and well past being obnoxious. And unfortunately, it's not just something that exists in sports. Johnny is calling from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, JR? How I got a question. Um, yes. Doing good. Is Daniel Jones out for the season? <laughs> he tore his ACL, man. Ain't no magic potion hey. to bring him back. Yes. We were talking about it. I said, man, that's congratulations to the Giants. Cause now they're going to run for a good quarterback. So <laughs> the question is, if they go on a winning streak, that coach needs to be fired because you got Caleb Williams right there because y'all have won two games. So well, we if it makes that. you if it makes you feel any good, the New York Giants are running out uh, Tommy DeVito. Do you know who that is? No. Good. And so you should consider that to be a good thing because uh, that almost ensures that the New York Giants are going to stink for the rest of the season. They got the Dallas Cowboys up next. The Dallas Cowboys are going to look to make some noise and put another W up on the board, especially after that loss against the Eagles. So the, the New York Giants got to pay Daniel Jones $40 million a year. So it's not going to be easy just to dump him. But you still, as you said, they got to look towards their future. And whether it's uh, Caleb Williams or Bo Nix or what may have you, Penix, they, they, they should get a QB if they really feel strongly about one. I agree with you. Would you fire the coach if they keep you on winning? No, no, you don't fire. No. You can't get rid of Dayball. Hey, look, man. man if I, they I, win, you got to no. let them go. No, 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 Johnny. No, you don't. I know the New York Giants over the past several years have stunk. I know the New York Giants have been in the doghouse. They've been bad. But let's be clear. The New York Giants have not stepped into Las Vegas Raiders territory. They're not a laughing stock. Not in that way. And they're not just going to fire the head coach that they hired last year, who won them nine games in his first season, went to the postseason, uh, won a series, or excuse me, won a game in the postseason, and now they have a bad year where the starting quarterback goes down, starting running back, misses games at the beginning of the year, and they're just going to fire him? That that would be a very Raiders thing to do. Nah, Daybold's not going anywhere. Don't hold your breath on that one. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. And on the other side, it's a top six list. We're going to look at some of the greatest athletes this century. Here on CBS Sports Radio, don't move. Who's a freak? Not that type of freak. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.